This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth, coming to you with another quick blip. You're on the radar with Big T. These episodes we've been covering lately basically talk about everything that's happening, but we haven't talked about this Great Reset. And the Great Reset from Klaus Schwab and the uh, Economic World Forum and basically the elites of the world just haven't really been discussed as to what it is and what what's happening. So this is just a generic Great Reset info that you can hear, and I'm just going to put it out there. And some of these things I'm going to put out again and again, and it's good for the new people, it's good for the old people, but we, we need to keep rehearing it and then listen. Use your critical thinking. Everybody that's out there, I'm for you. I don't care if you're in any country, in any position, or any way, shape, or form. If you can hear this message, this is for you. We're trying to help you by getting the word out. Just remember to try to, you know, even if you can donate a cup of coffee, go to my uh, website, go to the team's website, go to Deep Dive for Truth website and go to the chat let me know what you think give me messages and updates good or bad it's okay and uh, donate a buck to a mission throw me a cup of coffee keep me awake keep me getting through this but keep supporting us become a truth ambassador from the deep dive for truth team this is the great reset this is the quick blip just the great reset explained so you kind of understand what's coming and what's happening reset it's a great deception replacing mum and dad small businesses and private enterprises with big tech and big business. Democracy and free enterprise go out the window, totalitarian government control slides in through the back door. Those behind this scheme are adamant that there can be and never will be a return to normal, that life will never again be what it was prior to COVID. That is why they constantly talk about the new normal. The World Economic Forum meets every January in Davos. You'll have heard of the expression Davos man. It refers to all the zillionaires and pop stars and popes and princes and politicians who meet every year to map out our futures. This year's Davos is very, very different to all the previous ones. The World Economic Forum, along with the United Nations, along with the International Monetary Fund, and along with any number of prominent globalist organizations and powerful individuals, including Prince Charles, together have jointly promised that the 2021 World Economic Forum will be used to introduce via a vast network of connected big tech corporations, online activist movements, and compliant local and national governments, 
something they call the Great Reset. This isn't some uh, sky after dark fantasy conspiracy theory. It is a global commitment they have made to use the panic and fear generated by the coronavirus as a means to reshape all our economies and laws and move to a new form of capitalism that focuses on net zero emissions. You might think this is a great thing. You might think this is a terrible thing. If implemented successfully, the Great Reset will undeniably and deliberately have extreme and possibly dire repercussions for every single one of your constituents. Already, the Great Reset is being widely advertised on posters and in ads across the UK and Europe, and no doubt will be here before too long. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy is just one of their marketing slogans. The plan involves replacing shareholders of big companies with stakeholders who happen to be left-wing bureaucrats and climate change zealots. Replacing mum and dad, small businesses and private enterprises with big tech and big business. Mrs. Kafup's share portfolio is out. Greta Thunberg's zero emissions are in. Democracy and free enterprise go out the window. Totalitarian government control slides in through the back door. But remember, it's not only a great reset, it's a great deception. Because in order to get everyday people to surrender many of the rights and freedoms we currently take for granted, the repeatedly stated aim of these organizations is to deliberately use COVID as an excuse to use all the political and authoritarian tools, as Prince Charles puts it, that are currently being used around the world to eradicate the virus such as lockdowns, exclusion zones, forced closure of businesses, heavy fines, making protesting illegal, and so on, but now to eradicate carbon emissions. Those behind this scheme are adamant that there can be and never will be a return to normal, that life will never again be what it was prior to COVID. That is why they constantly talk about the new normal. This, this is not me saying this, this is them saying it. The people with the power and the means and the obsessional desire to do it. And they keep telling us again and again precisely what they have in store. Now is the historical moment, the time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. Rebalancing investment, harnessing science and technology, and advancing the transition to net zero emissions, all elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. And if it's still not clear, the book written by World Economic Forum boss Klaus Schwab himself setting out precisely how the most powerful forces in the world are lining up to use the COVID-19 crisis as a pretext for introducing a new climate change focus, one world economy that will strip away property rights and basic democratic rights. They are not hiding this stuff, they are shouting it from the rooftops. The World Economic Forum boasts on its website that the only acceptable response to the COVID crisis is to pursue a great reset of our economies, our politics, and our societies. Uh, for all of those people that don't realize it, 
the Great Reset is in motion. They, uh, in 2021, they push this uh, agenda and they're going forward with it. And we're going to see where this comes from and what this does. So it's good for you guys just to hear that and have that information for the Great Reset. So some other news. Let's just go over it real quick. Let's take a look-see here. So some of this news that's coming out that I think you should know about. This is 2022 World Economic Forum information, current information as to what's going on and what they're doing. And it ties right into everything we've been talking about and letting you know. So here is the next little blip. And the title of this session, Are We Ready for a New World Order? Kelly, this is moving very slowly, but it is potentially the biggest change to money since, I don't know, Currency consolidation after the Civil War, so we're watching it very carefully. Yeah, a huge step for mankind. Why would anyone pay $69 million for a JPEG and a Hyperloop? Well, the organizers here are nothing if not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree, a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9 a.m. on a Wednesday morning here in the relative calm of Expo 2020. But tackle it, we must, because I believe what is clear is that we have hit an inflection point. We are certainly living in a unique age of uncertainty and volatility in global affairs. Looks like the grim cloud of fascism is spreading over the whole world, inexorable. Well, that was 9th February 1939. Haven't changed my opinion since. It's just gotten worse. This year is on pace to set a record for ice melt here in the Arctic. This warming is enough to bring about the raft of effects you call climate change. Our hosts for this essential summit understand that it's only through international cooperation that we can reverse the devastation caused by man-made climate change. Under Trump, they abandoned minutes, moved to seconds, 100 seconds to midnight. That's where it is now. Because the threats are accumulating. We're approaching the most dangerous point in human history. Nothing like it before. We are now facing the prospect of destruction of organized human life on Earth from environmental destruction and not in the remote future. We are approaching irreversible turning turning points which cannot be dealt with any longer. I don't think we're going to see a period of depression unless the virus takes a real turn for the worse. It may not be as serious as a depression. There are various shocks hitting the economy at the same time right now. Your Excellency, are you ready for a new world order? And so I think we have to go deeper. And it's not about the US versus China. It's about what underpins a world order is always the financial system. Mm. I, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. 
And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. Put simply, blockchain is a permanent record of transactions linked in order or a chain to act as a timeline or ledger. And in Bitcoin's case, it's purposely decentralized. Central bank digital currencies can be blockchain-based or not, depending on the design. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. In my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money. Uh, but also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. But these cautious institutions are now buzzing with talk of a revolutionary concept, a form of money you cannot see, central bank digital currencies. Don't come to any particular conclusion about it, but they say it could offer the, uh, the general public a risk-free digital money that is free from credit risk, free from liquidity risk, would not replace existing digital money, but would be in addition to Surveillance it. Surveillance and privacy issues could arise if the central bank is able to monitor every transaction. You know, it is being implemented across the world. China's experiment is very large scale. When the world arrives in Beijing next winter for the Winter Olympics, uh, they are going to be using the new ch digital RMB to shop and, and to stay in hotels and, and buy meals in restaurants. The world is going to see a functioning CBDC very soon, uh, within the coming year. Well, so far, Visa and MasterCard are already uh, offering central banks uh, around the world that have uh, goals or ambitions of moving into a, a central bank uh, currency to use their infrastructure to be able to do it. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a realization that uh, that is the direction we're, we're heading in. Unlike your savings in a commercial bank, which rely on the bank's promise to fulfill, CBDCs are recognized by law and backed by the power of the central bank, which cannot go bankrupt. For example, if a commercial bank collapses, part of your savings could potentially be wiped out. But this wouldn't be the case for CBDCs, which could be as trusted as cash, as convenient as a payment app, yet also benefit from the same blockchain technology which underpins cryptocurrencies. And, just like cash, CBDCs could be distributed through commercial banks, avoiding too much disruption to the financial system or the central bank having to deal directly with many millions of citizens and businesses. In order to participate in Beijing, the Chinese government is requiring everyone to download an app called My2022. Athletes, journalists, spectators, everyone there must put this app on their phone. What is China's goal as it rolls this digital currency out during the games? Well, you've got to remember that uh, cryptocurrencies uh, pose a threat to the ability of any country to control its monetary policy and therefore its financial system. And these uh, central bank currency, especially the one in China, is sort of an attempt to, to offset that risk. And I think that 
I think it's a good idea for any central bank to develop one. And certainly China is the most advanced uh, in this area so far, having started this uh, project as early as 2014. Steve, it's interesting to look at what's happening in China with some of the experiments they've been running um, with digital currency. It might make it harder for our Fed because obviously China can do more tracking of citizens' use of the currency. Um, they can use monetary tools that our Fed might want to pursue, like putting an expiration date, for instance, on currency when they're trying to stimulate the economy. But it does seem like they'll have to face down concerns on a number of different fronts and maybe clearly delineate what a digital currency can and can't do. You've got that absolutely right. Uh, uh, there are major privacy concerns that come with this uh, kind of uh, currency. It also means that for the first time ever, the government will be able to track citizens' transactions in near real time. The rather confusing term being used to describe this capability, controllable anonymity. Controllable anonymity, to my understanding, it promises a kind of horizontal anonymity. So uh, you can think about the counterparties that are involved in a transaction can't necessarily access each other's personal information. But uh, there is no promise or no guarantee, rather, of vertical anonymity. So any kind of user information can be readily available for the government. So I think that obviously has surveillance implications, even though that's not necessarily uh, in the official guidance documents. Okay. Well, there you have it. Bitcoin and all that is what's put out there ahead of time to offset the ability for governments to regulate or take advantage of any transactions. And, of course, they're using that as, oh, it's unsecure, it's unsafe, and there's issues and blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds of governments are trying to, now they're coming up with their own. They're saying it's really safe, but, I mean, it takes away cash, it takes away gold and silver, takes away let's just say somebody wants to come over a kid wants to come over and work in your yard you know mow your lawn you give him 20 bucks cash that kid goes home he's got 20 bucks he earned it he could help his family out maybe go buy some ice cream or do whatever and that's great but if you have to digitally do it to them then they know and then that kid has to pay taxes on the money he made even though it's you should be paying taxes if it's equal work for equal money Again, that's a whole other subject about the tax system. But this is a way for them to tax. It's a way for them to dig in. Um, and the other thing is, is like, let's say you want to stop on your way home and get an ice cream when you're on a diet and you're just like, hey, I just want a quick ice cream. There's going to be a digital record of that. There's going to be a digital record of purchases of guns. I know some people out there, oh, they like their guns and they want to keep that private and, and whatnot. There's going to be digital records of everything. And then, of course... If that's the only way you can transact, and then the system, like they, like they said, the system hits the hit the fan, and uh, all of a sudden you don't have power or you don't have the internet, that all everything gets froze up. You know, you're stuck with whatever you have at the time, bartering and worrying about surviving without access to your financial funds. And the other thing is, is what did they just talk about? They talked about, oh, we want to stimulate the economy. Well, if you don't use this, your weekly or monthly pay stub or pay amount credit and coins by a certain date you're going to lose them so use them or lose them and that forces people to get out there and buy stuff that doesn't allow you to accumulate but what they tell you you can accumulate therefore you're not going to gain in wealth they will gain in wealth the powers to be and the elites will gain in wealth they will gain in everything and they will monitor everything that you got and they will allow you or force you or put up rules that will not allow you to do what you need to do to become financially successful. There's a lot of problems with that. There's a lot of issues, but the, it's funny how that was the uh, 
World Government Summit for 2022, and they're looking into how to change over to the digital world. I know Bitcoin was out, put out there for the good purposes, but maybe it was put out there as the Trojan horse and leading people to where they have to get into that and take away all their other finances and then, oh, we'll use our Bitcoin to buy our government coins so that way we can live and survive. There's a lot of uh, unknowns with crypto. The World Economic Forum is moving in that direction and uh, that will have something to be said about the next episode. This was Big T for Truth. You're on the radar. Quick blip. God, family, country for your species. If you believe in that, you're my family. Until the next time. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities we propose. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening. This is Big T for Truth and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Do you want to know more? Peace.